Alright, take it away then. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the next episode of Longkang Kitties, where we talk about Singaporean affairs, Singaporean circumstances, and all the crazy happenings in sunny Singapore. Here we have got me, Citizen Dan. We have also got. This is Jerry. Well, I'm Angie. This is John the Big Wang. And if you have been listening to Longkang Kitties podcast, you would more or less know who we are. Jerry is a hitman by day and cat molester by night. Angie is a money counterfeiter and John is an organized crime kingpin. What the fuck? <laughs> Isn't Angie the organized crime kingpin? Not anymore. <laughs> I've retired. Let's talk about something more relevant today. Something that's personally affecting at least uh, three, if not all four of us, right? And, and making us very mad, very mad indeed. And that is the company known as SMRT. Just the whole SMRT system and, you know, not that, not that Facebook page, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SMRT feedback. It went back to them. I, I love them. I love their content. You know, I almost wish that it was the official SMRT page. If only they, they could have their shit they, together. They tell people to like fuck off and eat shit and die or something. That's the that's their stick. And then people are just like, what the? Why is SMRT talking to me this way? Uh, how can a re- reputable organization speak to your one of your cons- consumers in this manner? And what, what's really amazing is that SMRT, the official one, has not asked them to like, you know, stop using the No, no, they did, they did. Oh, they, they did? did? Yeah, I, apparently I think they went to court. Oh, is that so? Yeah, and, uh, the, judge, why. <laughs> and the judge ruled that SMRT feedback is allowed to stay. <laughs> oh! I love this judge. Whoever this judge is, you know, you're, you're an asset to our country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free speech, free speech. So what pissed you off? Then how about let's just share uh, all the times where we are uh, we start from a personal level first, mm. right? Where we share all the times where we've been stuck in the train or be inconvenienced because of the train. This quick one, this quick one, go one round. I actually got stuck in the train once, so the train was already pulled into the station, but it couldn't align itself to the doors. And at first, I thought that was just the only problem, but of course, it went forward, it went backwards. It's, it's as though they're trying to align themselves to the doors, but then it didn't happen. And we were stuck in that station for a good, I think it was 20 minutes or so. Mm. And people got really, really upset. Like the people in the trains, they, they tried to pry the door open with their bare hands. Like for me, I got quite anxious as well because I think back then I only just started my job. So this was at Marymount Station. And I remember that there was no signal from inside the train. Okay. And I don't know why, but in transit, right, you always get signal and you always get uh, 3G or 4G. But certain stations don't have any of that. Mm. Yeah, once you pull mm. into certain stations, right, you don't even get like 3G sometimes. Right, right. It's yeah. a dead zone. Right? <clears throat> yeah, then your you know your your connection just drops off. Right, Marymount was one of those stations, but eventually, the train didn't open the doors, but went back to Bishan, and then it opened the doors there. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking strange. Like it was just the one of the weirdest things. Train to Bishan. Yeah. And it, yeah. And because I took the train from Bishan to Marymount. So it actually went backwards and that was that was quite shocking as well. Like one of the shocking things that happened in that scenario. What was the announcement? They, they didn't specifically address the situation. They just said there was some delay. But first delay, 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 then then that you know, people got angry and frustrated, which is why they started trying to open the doors with their bare hands. And I think one of them I didn't see it with my own eyes, but I think even one of them like pressed the intercom thing. Mm. Yeah. To scold whoever is Probably. <laughs> so far, the, for, for that particular situation, nobody broke the window. Mm. Uh, that mm. was the... Uh, I've been relatively lucky so far that I've not really experienced any uh, major delays. I have had some experiences where, you know, the MRT wasn't moving for like maybe 10-15 minutes, but that was pretty much about it. Um, the only thing I really don't like was how the announcements don't really tell you anything. It doesn't give you any indication of how long you're going to be stuck there. It doesn't tell you why it's happening. So you're just stuck there and you're a little bit anxious and you're, and you know, as time goes on, uh, you get more and more anxious. Like, is this going to be a big one? Like, am I going to be stuck here for three hours? How should I plan my time? You know, so yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've experienced so far. Touch wood. I don't want to experience anything big at all. Yeah. Do, do you guys feel like um, like the MRT system is something that <clears throat> should work uh, all the time, every time? Because 
the, the, the information that is out there for us lay people, we are not exactly sure what is going on or what a signaling system is or how it works or how it stops the train from coming on time and keeps distances. You know what I mean? Do you feel that this, this is dissonance? Like, okay, right now, there is a modem, there is a router that is sending you know, kilobits and megabits of data over an extremely complicated you know, thingamajig. There are cloud platforms. The technology is so advanced, right? But a train... A train signaling system takes years to implement. That's that's way longer than M1 installing a router in my office. I guess it, it, it's about your expectations, right? Like, I don't have expectations of trains arriving every two or three minutes like they do in Hong Kong, right? Um, but I would at, like, at the very least, for it to be working in a very basic way, you know, like, you mm. move... You get to the station. I don't have to like disembark halfway and walk on tracks, which might have like live wires running through it and get possibly electrocuted. You know, I I'll just refer to <laughs> SMRT and then report twenty sixteen. Our vision: moving people, enhancing lives. Yeah. <laughs> Our mission: to be the people's choice by delivering a world class transport service and lifestyle experience that is safe, reliable, and customer centric. Exactly that. Do you think do you think they have met their mission statement? I would say for the most part, because I've not experienced the delays and disruptions, I would say for me yes. But for those people who have been stuck at stations for hours and who and actually that's not the worst part. The worst part is figuring out how to get to your next destination without paying crazy amounts for like search prices if you want to take Uber or Grab. Um, and then, you know, if you have meetings that are delayed by these sorts of things, you know. Yeah. The thing that it irks me the most about this fucking thing, right, is the customer-centric portion of their statement, which is just like, okay, you, you guys are not, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you're not customer-centric at all. And I think that that is reflected in, there was this, like, bunch of massive breakdowns over the past couple of days, mm. um, like, just consecutively over a period of days, and for some of them, right, there, was, there wasn't even an outreach like to the customers or to people that were on their way to station. Like it used mm. to be, there was something that forewarned you. Mm. And they even installed that stupid traffic light system, right? It's mm. supposed to be like red, green, and yellow and shit. Mm. And of course, that was a massive failure and didn't really work out. Since I'm really at the fucking station, like what do you want me to do about it now that I'm here and you're telling me that? There's a yellow light or there's a red light. They should just uh, they should just include the um, warning to uh, SG Secure app. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys know the SG Secure yeah, app, yeah. the one that's downvoted by all the NS ma- all the NS boys, because they are uh, forced to install it <laughs> <laughs> when they go BMT. I have no idea what this is. What is it? So SG Secure is an app, right? That tells you exactly what's going on. Like, say for example, oh yeah, there's an accident or there's an explosion, industrial industry, uh, like a. Factory fire or something, it'll come out and just secure, tell you to avoid oh, the area. Right. Okay. Or to, to, to warn you of this kind of things. Like, say, for example, if there's a terrorist attack somewhere in the city, you don't know about it, you have the app installed, it'll buzz, it'll tell you, hey, you know, there's a security incident, don't go to that area. Uh, or there's a training going on, don't be alarmed. So maybe they could uh, include it in the secure app. So, hey, you know what? Uh, the train is broken down. So the thing I'm kind of like intrigued by or like concerned by actually is how they have. A lack of proce- like you know standard procedures, uh, when it comes to train breakdowns because it's not like a rare occurrence that it's happening right. It's been happening pretty often. Yeah, very frequent. You know, and and quite frequently. So is it a they want to pretend that it doesn't exist so they don't have to like make a set of rules for what to do for the staff when um things break down so that you know they can keep pretending that everything is fine and dandy because in a way I can kind of empathize with that because I don't want to kind of live in a country where breakdowns and failures are so accepted that we are like okay yeah this is what to do if things break down yeah, it's just part of life I don't really want to you know Singapore is not known for that we are very known for our efficiency for like just the way things work like Apple used to be you know it just works but now it does not work anymore so like you know um, I can kind of understand that to a certain extent but the fact of the matter is that it is happening quite often and, you know, people are very inconvenienced by it. Don't you guys wish that we had a, a friend or a, I mean, not necessarily on this podcast, but a friend who could enlighten you on the technical aspects of, of this signaling system or of the problems that are plaguing SMRT, the technical problems, like an engineer or something like that. If there's anybody out there in the audience, please, please come and um, 
put your comments down. But actually, you can sort of guess, lah. No, no, no the, I can't guess. Tell, tell me. Tell, what, the, do you, what do you know? But okay, also the the main thing, right, is uh, who does what. Okay. Okay. When the, when you get to a company that's as large as SMRT, right, you have to be very clear about precisely who owns what. In terms of shareholding, I think Tomasic owns like fifty four percent of SMRT, and SMRT actually doesn't hold any asset. Uh. They've sold off their assets to LTA. I think some time back. I think it was years back. Mm. Uh, to keep them asset light. So if you don't have any asset, fifty four percent of your company is owned by Tomasic. So the question now becomes right. Okay, if something goes wrong, right, who's responsible for it? Because SMRT. Okay, so I'm looking at their annual report now. In terms of their real operation, uh, their revenue right is uh, financial year 2016 hmm. is 681 million dollars. Mm-hmm. So this is their revenue. But what is their profit? Their profit right is 7.4 million dollars. Oh, which is fucking peanuts, uh. mm. It's nothing, right? Mm. 7.4 million dollars for a company that's as big as SMRT uh, is nothing. Mm. So you look at it all. You look at all the other stuff like, okay, buses is 5.9, taxi is 7, 17 million. But then you look at advertising. Their, rev- their revenue is 174 million But their profit is 106 million oh, So we shall, get back, we shall get back to this point later lah, But So something goes wrong okay? So are you saying that they want it to break down So that we can stare at the advertisement for longer While <laughs> we're trapped in the train That's a, that's a good conspiracy yeah, theory, a good conspiracy theory. Uh, But probably not <laughs> So Okay so let's say there's a portion of the, of the tracks that break down Who is responsible for repairing it Is it LTA Is it Tomasic Is it SMRT I I was told by I got some friends who are government scholars, mm-hmm. so they have a they have a good idea what how it works. So what happens is uh, SMRT actually does not own any physical infrastructure. Uh, LTA owns everything. Uh, LTA basically uh, what happens is SMRT bids for the right to run you know the the, the service. So within their profit and loss, they will uh, use that money to go and maintain the network. They are actually in charge of the maintenance. Everything is run by the company itself. LTA owns um, the rail and everything. Uh, so at the end of the day, when I think LTA owns the trains as well, but SMRT is the one that's maintaining the trains and the tracks. And okay, everything. so does that answer you? I mean, does that, does that answer it? But I, mean, I don't think that's the full story though. Yeah, that's like not, in, probably not a full in, story. In business, right, it never works out to be that. It's never so clear cut. So it, it always goes back to, okay, let's say for example, then right now I rent the office from you. And you tell me, okay, John, now you're responsible for the maintenance of this office. Okay. And then I find there's a leak one month later. Okay. So do I pay for the leak or do you pay for the to fix the leak? Or do I pay, who, who pays for the fix of the leak? So the, okay. it always boils down to this, right? Like, I will just say, then I've only been here for a month. I can't possibly be responsible for this leak. And okay. then you tell me, John, no, in your contract, you've signed that you are, respons- you are responsible for maintaining this, this office. So it's, it's never so clear cut. And... Actually, for a lot of businesses, right, the name of the game, right, is to wiggle out as many of your responsibilities as possible. Okay. So, I, I always feel like, you know, why there's always so many breakdowns and so many, all this flooding, collisions, ponding, yeah, whatever. Right? <laughs> we don't use flooding in Singapore, okay? Yeah, there's no such thing as we floods. Don't flood. yeah, we, we don't ponding. flood, man. Yeah. So, whenever there's all these cock-ups that happen, right, so, my, the question always comes back to, Actually, who is responsible for this cock-up to begin with? And beyond that, right, who's actually fixing it now? And do they have the expertise to fix it? You see? So, let's just say we find out that actually it's, you know, Tomasic that's responsible for certain aspect of the trains that's failing. Hmm. Let's say they make some decision long time ago, maybe 20 years ago, right from the beginning when SMRT was launched to purchase certain equipment hmm. that has nothing to do with SMRT. Hmm. And then now, they came up with this conclusion, Tomasic is responsible. Okay, who pays for it? Tomasic, do they actually do it? Okay, if let's say they pay for it, okay, who do they get to pay? Who do they get to hire? Who do they hire to fix the problem? Do they have expertise to know who to hire? You see, so for them, right, they might either take the cheapest option out, mm-hmm. or they say no, we will we will spend the money to go mm. and uh, get expensive engineers and clients or whatever to mm. To, mm. to fix it. Mm. So then, does it compound the problem? Does it make mm. it worse? Does it make it better? Like we don't know. You see, none mm. of this is transparent to us. Mm. And the other thing is, right, like, um, because we're dealing with uh, something that has a legacy of almost, like, what, 30 years now. I think so back in 1984, is that when it started? Uh, back in 1980s, uh, in the 80s. 80s. So it's been almost, years, like, yeah. what, 30, 40 years? 30 odd years. 30 plus they years, started right? moving 
uh, first five stations came out in like seven or eight. Yeah, and so like you know, for the first, I would say like maybe twenty years, it was operating pretty well. Yes, blah 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 blah. Yes. You know, and that's to be expected because you just put in infrastructure, and you know, we used pretty good material yeah. back then. Twenty five. It wasn't like it wasn't like the. Based to the bottom for the cheapest contractors, suppliers. So, I mean, it was pretty good back then. But then how do we trace back to, like, when did things start deteriorating? Because I do feel that sometimes it's a little bit unfair to blame it on the current um, administration um, for things that ha- could have happened, like, 5, 10, 15 years back as well. Um, no, definitely, and of course, definitely and of course, not. Yeah, and of course, like, along the way... You know, all the due diligence that should have been done was not done as well, probably because of company culture or whatever the, it is. And huh? here's another, here's the other thing about due diligence, right? So let's say, for example, we have some we, I say I'm SMRT now, and I put down this SOP, and I say, you know what? Every end of the day, right, we need to inspect the tracks. Hmm. Okay, so SMRT has 129.8 kilometers of track across 84 stations. Okay, hmm. so that's three times the length of our country. Thereabouts. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm the engineer and I'm on the tracks. What am I looking for? Track faults, cracks. So I, I can see the cracks are right. Yeah. But <clears throat> how do I anticipate something is gonna break? How do I anticipate that fucking is gonna be ponding in one of the pipes? Right. Right? How do I anticipate that the trains will come into contact with each other? Just a little bit of kiss. Yeah. From the nose to butt. So the point. So the point is, I'm not. Is so I'm not. I'm, I'm, is this I'm what the, they call ass to mouth? Okay, never mind. Yeah. So anyway, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the tracks, right? What am I looking for precisely? I know. Your trade. You should know what to look yeah, for. Yeah, but this is the SOP, right? The SOP can only cover that this much. Just okay. look. That's all. <laughs> just look. <laughs> no, I think there's a. I'm just making a guess, right? They probably do have certain things to measure, like you know, hey, are the tracks out of alignment? Uh, if the tracks are out of alignment, they these are the big things, yeah. Of course, they, of course, if let's say for example, there's some catastrophic disaster, some catastrophic failure or defect, then they can see it outright. But so far, what we've been experiencing right, is not catastrophic. I mean, it inconveniences our life like tremendously, but it's not to the point where someone died. Well, there was the guy who got killed while he was working on the tracks, ah. But beyond that, right, it's not like there was some massive, you know, train derailment or something like that. So yeah, these yeah, these yeah, are the course, things that they're looking out for. Of course, of but. Course. In terms of like, for example, when is the next signal fault going to be? Like, how do you detect that? What are you looking for specifically? But the thing is, right, like, for, for example, in the case of the ponding of SM- SMRT, right, like, they did find out that, like, further stations have, pro- have problems and were not checked for, right? And these are quite fucking major issues, right? But they, they do it, they know after the fact, right? Y- yeah. So, when but so meaning, like, if you are someone who had actually exercised due diligence and did your work that should not have happened because it was so easy to find right like I said it's after the fact or hindsight 2020 this was hindsight is 20 correct I I, I agree Um, I think the due diligence specific for the ponding ponding I'm using it I don't know why uh, specific for the flooding um, apparently the team manager falsified records right Mm. falsified the records that that proved that they went down to um, maintain the system which in fact they didn't because the CCTV cameras all they pull out all the records and say no you guys didn't go down you know Uh, so I I don't when when they said that you know yeah the buck stops there because the manager falsified records and the team was just basically doing fuck all and getting paid for it I don't agree. I, I, I feel that, you know, what who are the people who are overseeing these teams? You know, are they do they just do they just oh hey, I'm just gonna look at your paperwork and if paperwork is okay I'll sign off. Do they is there actually a second team? But didn't that, the chief of maintenance know, get fired? He got fired, man. He got fired, yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I guess the, that's where the buck stops. I then. guess that's where the buck stops. <laughs> but I mean even even for what um John was saying just now, the, the signaling fault and everything. What happened was that there's a rogue train who was giving up I don't know why they use a Wi-Fi system, but they are using Wi-Fi system for the trains to talk to the stations. So apparently when that train with the rogue signal, the rogue router, came into contact with other trains, it resets the other train's signals. Hmm. And that train has to be stuck there while everything reboots. That's why whenever it passes every single station and it comes into contact with another train, it fucks that train up. It just sounds so fucked up, man. Yeah, but it took them like almost a year and a half to figure it out. It was it, the news came out on the on, on papers. But you see, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like when you have a system so big, when you have so many kilometers of rails, 
you have so many fucking pipes to go and check through, right? Mm-hmm. There's no SOP that can cover it all. Look, I'm not defending SMRT, of course, okay? Like, uh, but I think... How dare you? Yeah, I know, right? I'm, but, but, the, but the main thing, right, is that I just feel like we might be unfairly, unfairly persecuting certain members of the team that may not have any responsibility. And I think we are letting the big fish off the hook. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think, that, might be, I think that might be the Who's situation. Who's the big fish, then? If I say I were to, to point fingers, right, I will probably say that probably transport minister and maybe even Tomasic. Like, if I were to just say anything. Like, but didn't K. Shamugam just, like, praise, um, call Bunwan yeah, for time, his every, good job? Every fucking time they do this. Every fucking time they do this. Some, some shit happens, right? Like, we were just discussing Please this. just stop it already, you know? Don't say any good things already. Please it's stop. It's the typical Singaporean thing, right? You cannot praise them, right? Yeah, they'll jinx it. That's true. Like, the moment my wife praises me, right? Like, I'm, I just I just fuck shit up the, right, the, the next minute. And then she'll be like, why did I marry you? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so we hang on a second. Let me just be clear about precisely why I'm talking about the blame portion of it. Because there's no... Because the way that the company is structured now, right? With 54% owned by basically Singapore, okay? with no assets to go and maintain on their own and very non-transparent way of dealing with problems. I just feel like right, the system in place right, might be wrong to begin with. That means we are just relying too much right, on government oversight on what is essentially supposed to be a private infrastructure system. If let's say we put the owners entirely upon SMRT and they are, and they are the one that's owning all the assets, they can they can do what they will with it, they can rent it out, they can do whatever, correct? Like a proper business would. Then we can say, okay, the, the buck stops at you now. I, I think that's that's what happened before the twin the before the big twenty eleven um Yeah, they restructured they, they restructured it. Yeah, they restructured it yeah. a bit more now. Because previously under the, the lady, the saw, right? Uh she she expanded a lot on the real estate. So they brought in a lot of uh, retail spaces. Uh, that's pretty much why their rental is pretty much a big earner rather than the transport itself. Uh, so of course, going back to that again, uh, so one of the points I've raised just now was that why is it their marketing and media arm of SMRT uh, is earning so much more than mm. their transport arm? You see, they are, they are raking in 100 million. Hey, you know, if I, if I, have, a, if I have two businesses, uh, one is to support trains and the other one is do media and marketing uh. and one that earns me 7 million the other one earns me 100 million uh. and it's not just that no, it's the margin uh. I do the trains I, I revenue 600 million uh, but I only earn 7 million mm. the other one I spend 174 million I earn 100 million do you know what is the I mean the, the kind of margin right is fucking stupendous uh. mm. so what am I focusing on right what am I what am I actually doing with my time you see and also the other thing uh, is CEO doesn't 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 cover everything, yeah. So COO, CFO, everybody also responsible, uh, By the way, so CFO, you also don't have to wipe that fucking smirk off your face because <laughs> you are the one, uh, who go in, who have all this. Who go court all the fucking advertising. And, and, and then yeah, and then there's all this like, why why is it that SMRT is focusing so much on? But that's that's the sort of like diversification that a lot of big companies have. What? Yeah, you can diversify on 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 private dollar. Right? Don't do it on public yeah, dollars. The, the, I think the problem with Singapore is that we have like too many things um, and too many like kind of holdings that are too intertwined with the government to the point where it's very hard to see say where one stops and where the other where, where the private stops and where the public starts. Mm, yeah, so it's just really like, there's no transparency difficult. in this as well. Like, I, I, yeah. Look, who owns SMRT? Like, what is SMRT even? Is it just a brand? Yeah, so the thing about this is really fucked up because SMRT, right, like, supposedly offload the assets um, to LTA. So technically, we would, I would say that, you know, the citizen owns it, la, for kind of, la, mm-hmm. because we are the taxpayers and the taxpayers fund the LTA, correct? Yep. And the LTA is paying for all the infrastructural uh, maintenance for the building, the development. And therefore, right, um, is it fair that SMRT can make huge profits and can they just anyhow re-raise... Um, transport fares as and when they feel like it well that's the thing right like the it, it's not even their real operation that is that's giving us the that, that is supporting them right now exactly right? it's their it's their media and marketing arm are we going to talk about the PTC as well <laughs> What's the public transport commission 
Can, can you elaborate? Because uh, uh, the PTC, there was this one point in time. I, I need to pull up the article. I don't remember it fully, but PTC decided to uh, raise well, why don't you fares. Explain to people like me who don't know what a PTC is. So no, public no transport. Yeah, public transport commission is a group of people who, okay. technically speaking, are supposedly not affiliated with SMRT or Tomasic or whoever in any way. Okay. And they will review all the paperwork and all the accounts and everything. Okay. And then they will um they will kind of give the green light to SMRT or and SBS Transit, I guess, so that they can raise the fares. Like say okay. for example, uh, the, the rail operators will say, Hey, mm. we want to raise the fares by 0.7 cents. Okay. Right. 0.7 cents um per ride over the next uh, three years before the next review. Um, because citing all this kind of uh, whatever, whatever okay. um, like oil prices, prices increase, yeah. electrical okay. prices increase, so so they will do that, and then the PTC will be the one that review their requests, mm-hmm. go through all the numbers and everything, and look at their profit and loss and everything, and then they will say, okay, cool, you know, you can raise the price, mm. but they always seem to say, okay, cool, you can raise <laughs> the price. <laughs> Isn't um? Did I read something wrongly, or was I hallucinating? But. I think I read an article that said that um, transport fares are supposed to be lowered. Is it? I think recently, very recently, the the most recent one they say they were gonna lower it a little bit, and but like just I, by a little bit. Yeah, and then I saw bitching from like people. They were like, "Well, now you want to raise, then you just raise it in one month. Then you want to lower it, you have to wait for one whole fucking year or something before you lower the bloody like transport fares." Yeah. Can I just bring this conversation back to the to the six hundred million revenue? <clears throat> so, John, you're the most technically adept out of all of us. Oh right? shit! So, assuming that they are, I mean, not assuming lah, but what what do you think they're spending this six hundred million dollars on? Like, what are they replacing? What are they changing? And all these sort of things. Like, okay, one of the things that I, for example, I it's probably in this in this annual report lah, but it's like hundred and forty pages long. I I didn't read through all of it, but one of the questions that I have right is, does SMRT own the land that they're sitting on? For example, that's like that's one of the questions that What? I mean. You mean SMRT is to pay rent? Like look, I how can that be? Look, I, don't I think know, they right? do. I think they do. How can that be? I think they do. They don't Then why the is land. the then where is this six hundred and eighty one million go- going? It's yeah. probably to maintain the rail system. It's yeah, actually I, I, not I, that cheap. I, I feel like that could be the case, yeah. but no, what but what I mean, aspect of it are there? Like okay, so of course manpower is definitely a big issue. Right. Manpower definitely is a is, is a cost that forever you cannot escape from. But the I'm also very curious. I mean, there's probably a breakdown of it somewhere in this in this in this document, But like I said, I haven't read it. Like, feel free to go and read it and prove me wrong. But I just feel like the that there's a there's a lot of questions there. Okay, so here's another question. Okay, so in FY twenty fifteen, the revenue was six hundred fifty four million, but their profit was actually a lot higher. Their profit was nine point six million. Then in twenty sixteen, their revenue was six hundred eighty one million, so almost thirty million dollars more. But their rev- but their profit was seven point four million, almost two million dollars less. So of course, how do you how are you spending thirty million dollars more and then earning two million dollars less? But so it could it be also the fact that you know um they've had experienced a lot more breakdown and therefore had to hire a lot more expert. Then why why are they getting more revenue? You guys can continue. Do you think SMRT is obligated to tell us what they're spending their money on? Uh yes. Mm, you see that's the thing right that like. It, I don't fucking know. I really don't fucking know. I don't know if they are private or public company. Technically, they are public-ish. Yeah, but... Huh? I no, private, I mean private-ish. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's the thing, right? Like, if they are private, right, then they don't have... They have no obligation to tell us anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. So we cannot, we cannot ask the government to fire them because they are not doing a good job. Fire them. But no, cannot. No, but, but who's, who's going to do it? <laughs> yeah, you fire them, then who's going to come and fill the vacuum? Exactly. You, cannot. you know what was really interesting? But anyway, okay. So if, if we're talking about the operations, uh, operational cost of uh, SMRT, so mm. what was it again? 600? How many million? 680 something. This is only for the transport arm, right? Yeah, this is just the yeah. rail. This is just the rail. Rail, okay. Yeah. So Hong, Hong Kong's MTR... Uh, bigger network mm-hmm. More rail More trains Bigger trains Faster Everything better than us They've been rubbing it in Ever since Yes Yeah so Hong Kong spends uh, 6 billion Hong Kong dollars On their MTR service But of course MTR is one operator Overseeing the entire You know Hong Kong Hong Kong service is 
uh, has been around for longer. It, it is the the rail covers more distance and they have more, more trains. Stations as well, right? More stations. Yeah. The trains are longer. The trains are faster. Okay, but but the point you're trying to make is that they, they spend about the same amount as us. I, I would right? I would say they spend about the same amount if you right. break down everything. You know. Yeah. But but the pro- problems that are plaguing us are not plaguing them. So what maybe the conclusion we can draw from this is that it's not about money. At one point in time in the late nineties they also had problems. But it was once they restructured it, they very quickly overcame it. And um MTR doesn't actually it's not as really that different from MRT. I think a lot of our uh, a lot of our the way MRT's SMRT is being run kind of takes a leaf from what they do. Because MTR actually owns a lot of uh, real estate around the stations itself and they use that but the thing is they, they never forgot their core business core business is running public transport right so they take all those money and then they reach handle into the into the public uh, public transport system mm. which which means that they're always getting reliable public service public transport service so I I, I guess that's the mindset change we have to have the really strange thing is right like I okay. mean I know SMRT used to be publicly listed, right? Until the L, uh, LTA buyover of their assets, um, and then it would have made sense for them to want to make, like you know uh, venture more into real estate and then advertising so that they can report back to their shareholders. But right now they're not, and so the, I mean, of course, every company wants to make money, but clearly, like no, wait, know, that's just the we're talk, we're just talking about the. So called real assets though. I I'm not sure about their other assets. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know like okay, so the naturally the one of the excuses for them reaching into media and marketing, right? Is that oh you're supposed to defray the cost of public transport for the public. Mm-hmm. But I always find that quite flimsy, yeah. Well, I mean, according to Mr. Corbunwan, our dear Minister of Transport, he says that the government doesn't need SMRT to make money. Um, as if the government has any say in how much SMRT makes. <laughs> and they, I don't know, they probably do, yeah. But, you know, this was in uh, response to uh, questions that uh, Mr. Lo Kyang brought up in Parliament a couple of days ago, actually. So this report I'm reading off the online citizen in the 8th of November. So, yeah, it says clearly that the government doesn't need SMRT to make money. Government doesn't need to make money. The government, they've, they've admitted before the government cannot create wealth. So anyway, the the main thing, right, is that, like I said, like, the, it's not clear who is to blame. Like. I think that's I think that's the main takeaway. I know it's a fucking cop out answer. <laughs> I know it's like not the. We have reached no conclusions yeah, on know. this episode. It's like not the. Nobody is to blame. Everybody is. It's everybody's fault. Well, I, I, I don't think it's everybody's fault, for sure. You know what? Yeah, I, I it was every, some, yeah. Someone said it was everybody's fault. It's everybody's fault. Because we all ride the train at the same time. Who was it? Let me fight. It was Josephine Teo, I agree. Holy shit. If everyone wants to ride... Who the, who the fuck's blaming, pinning the blame on me again? No, no. Somebody said, uh, what, it's my fault again? I'm sorry. I was eating a potato chip and I was like, what? If only your fat oh, ass haven't been on the fucking train, <laughs> yeah, then jam all those time. fucking so, damn. I haven't, yeah, I haven't. So Josephine Theo says that you know, no matter how good our MRT system is, if every commuter chooses to board and travel at the same time, what the fuck chooses know, to get on the fucking train no, we at eight a.m. in the fucking <laughs> we don't morning? Choose to get on the train at eight a.m. Oh because we have to go to work. Yeah, this fucking. Place. It is. This is very difficult for our MRT system to cope. Okay. Please, everybody, don't take the fucking train at the same time. Then it wouldn't break down. <laughs> so it's our fault, ah. Yeah, and also, right? Why are you all so fat, right? You know, you all imagine if someone is just overweight by five kg, yes. and everybody on the train is overweight by five kg. How many more kg, and how many less people it's can the MRT take? Ten million people. Oh my 10. god, I'm so glad I didn't get flamed for this. <laughs> there we go. Average daily ridership of about two million passenger trips. So at 5 kg per, per fat fuck, that's uh, 10, 10 million, 10 million kgs that our train is put. Out. So maybe the onus is on us to lose weight 
and to occupy less space yeah, and to also not take the train at the same time. M- MOH already told you guys to not eat so much rice. You fucks lose weight. I'm not losing shit. <laughs> yeah, think about your diabetes, you know. Eat less uh, white rice, eat less sugar. Yeah, here's, here's to uh, more useless carbs. Hey, yeah. everyone's got beer in their hand. I got root beer. Like a loser. Sorry. <laughs> There's more calories, right, I think. Yeah, it is. The sugar. Jerry, how could you? You are the oldest amongst us, you know. You need to take care of your health as well. <laughs> MR ready. MR. MR. Now the now the two fat fucks are slapping their bellies. <laughs> like some men sh- like some manhood ritual. Hey, this is a yeah, this is a bonding. Okay, okay. Let me let me pose this question to you. Yes, yes. In the case of an MRT breakdown, yes, yes. what would you wish SMRT to do? Fix the problem, ah. Right. No, like, I mean, right now you don't even have, like, free fare, you know. They don't even cover your bloody fucking transport if there's, like, surge. Mm. You even have to pay for the ride you took that did not happen. Yeah, you have to pay for the ride you, you took right, that like, did not happen. For, for, the, for the recent uh, case where, you know, there was just a little bit of contact between yeah, two yeah, trains. Yeah, tiniest bit of touch. Yeah, just a little bit of caressing, mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, apparently, there was this... Uh, article uh, a report from one of one of the passengers who experienced it and he was saying that he was bitching at the staff you know like why the hell do the, does he still have to pay for the ride mm. and they didn't even let all the gantries um, go for free they could yeah. only like set up one for free and the rest of the passengers who did not know that yeah. that was the free gantry yeah. went through the ones and paid for it how fucked up is that i think perhaps the way I look at it is I think communication of SMRT the, between the staff and the SOP is really really very poor mm. uh, the staff are really not trained they, you can, yeah, you can uncle, tell auntie, you know. yeah you can tell there, a lot what of them are not do? trained oh my goodness so, I actually feel bad for them because like one of the the first reports that came out right uh, when they had the collision eh, sorry mm. not collision the contact yeah. um, was that uh, someone wanted to take photos and then the SMRT staff told them to not yeah, take the take, photos yeah. and then the like they shouted back at the staff and you know like this is the sort of thing that happens when something so major occurs it's not like okay trying to reassure the passenger it's like hey don't take photos of this we don't want this to go online we don't want people to know Mm. and that's just fucked up Mm. I mean to answer your question Angie what I want SMRT to do right is to really pay for my shit Mm. basically so actually I, I, got, I had another train travel experience once But this was in Europe Like me and my wife we were on the train station And the train decided not to come There was no announcement There was no like There's no like public announcement or anything like that. There wasn't even any in foreign languages It was just this one fella Who went all across the platform And just verbally telling people mm. The train is not coming And mm. then he walked away mm. And I was just like Dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I had to chase after him uh-huh. and I asked him, What do you mean the train is not coming? The train is not coming. <laughs> he sounds Indian. Eh? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> la. I can't do accents. <laughs> then I'm like, Okay, so what do we do now? You gotta go to this chase, then you gotta do that. Then he just start, started mouthing off like foreign town names that, <laughs> that was never in my plan. I had no idea that I was going through them. And I was just like, Okay, dude, dude like, like, stop. <laughs> I took out pen and paper And uh-huh. I just like Started writing down All these names uh-huh. Okay And then after that He just like You know Okay Then after that He just walked away again Okay There was buses Arranged for us mm. Okay And after that I, I got to like Speaking to some of the locals And there's this fella Who he speaks like Four languages I saw him Like speaking Italian And, and French and, and all that Like to a number Of different passengers So then I got to, I got to speaking to him And he said that this is not the f- naturally like in Europe. This is not the first time this has happened because they have multiple train operators across different countries working yep. in different like stations across different countries. So things got really really messed up. Okay. And he, what he said to me was that in the event that they can't get the buses on, arrange for taxis right for individual groups of passengers to get to their destination. So that means per bus per per group right. Can be like hundreds of euros uh, to get to your destination, right? The train will pay for it. Mm. So, given the SMRT, right, they have their fleet of buses. So, they know, normally they mobilize their buses. So, the buses, the portion of it is quite well done. But the problem is that buses are big and cumbersome. And it doesn't precisely get to places where you need to be. For students that are taking PSLE for exam, or whatever, right? Like, they, can, they cannot just be like 
oh fuck the old like oh the old levels fuck this shit like like uh, just wait for me bro I'm gonna take like 40 minutes on the bus like that's not gonna happen right get a cab for these fuckers put them there absorb the cost right you fucked up pay for it don't don't expect you know the whole world to move don't expect fucking Cambridge or whoever's the old level operator now okay to go and wait for your SMRTS to go and get all this shit done I think that's actually what's happening. MOE actually delays some of the exams because of such big fuck-ups. Right. The, other, the other funny thing is uh, when you mention the taxis, right? So uh, in, in, in Germany, they arrange for taxis when they cannot get buses, right? In Singapore, you know what happens? You, you guys remember uh, the S- SBS Transit? No, no, wait, wait, hang on. Oh. SMRT, they tweeted out on the, on the displays of the, the, the HUD displays in the cab, right? Yes. Like, you know, hey, uh, partners... Uh, money making opportunity so there's a MRT breakdown you guys should go and pick up customers you guys remember that? I don't, I don't remember yeah, that is that, is that real? For, is that yeah, for, yeah, real? Yeah, for real? for real, for real yeah. someone took like a snapshot yeah. or something of the screen. of the message yeah. yeah and then SMRT had to come out and really apologise yeah, that so was sorry. fucking hilarious man. <laughs> yeah right so SMRT get your shit together man Peace. yeah so oh. Yeah. Maybe one, one, one uh, final thing we can speak of, or another final angle that we can speak of before we end the podcast, mm. is a certain thread on Reddit that I read recently. Mm. Of course, when I read it, it was already taken down. The, but basically, it's a, an staff. employee, yes, a staff yeah. inside, talking about the various problems within the... Oh, you have it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, just to, to summarize to our, our listeners who have not read this, it's basically mm. a frontline management, I believe. Uh, no, it's very junior. Oh, it's very junior. Mm. Okay, so a junior staff talking about the culture from the bottom up, about how the frontline managers and, and uh, various junior staff behave, uh, and, and what the company culture is like, oh, no, and how... He's not junior, he's a station manager. Yeah, I remember he's frontline management, yeah. Huh? yeah. So anyway, he, he's basically, he's in a perfect position, like the sergeants are always the perfect position to, to figure out what's wrong with the company. I always believe in the sergeants, basically. And, you know, he was talking about lazy people, poor work attitudes, um, you know, just um, um, skiving and not doing duties. And, you know, what, what do you guys think about that? I mean, do you, he says that it's, it's really not the problem of the senior management. I mean, they're, they're, it's not really their fault. It's the fault of this company culture. Oh, like, I think uh, one, one thing that he said also that was quite, uh, I, that struck me was also that people don't care because they know that they will not be blamed for all mm. the breakdowns that happen. It's always the people okay. at so the top not who gonna, yeah. It? It's yeah. the people who are at the top who gonna all yeah. the shit from the passengers and it's not them. Yeah, so it whatever really they matter. do, the people at the top always get it. Actually, right, um, I have had some experience working with people from SMRT here and there, not uh, in my capacity as an illustrator, but uh, something else. And I found the case to be opposite. Maybe it's because they were kind of um, engaging with external contractors instead of like their internal stuff. But I've always found them to be very extremely like fucking by the book. They will not ever deviate from, you know, like the rules and regulations. At any time you need to make a small slight adjustment, right? Wow, you're fucking all the all the rules and regulations and red tape that you have to get through just to get, like a, just to do a very simple commonsensical shit you know right yeah so like i don't know um i have found that they are quite anal about that la. but yeah. i don't know if it's just why i'm in front of someone is part of those deep-seated cultural issues that the minister was talking about yeah i feel like they are so focused on like the rules and regulations that they don't really care what is actually being done sometimes really maybe like you know as long as you go by the book like i don't care if you yeah cover your own ass first yeah exactly so like i think it's it's more the culture of covering your own ass Mm. um i don't know really like whether they are like super lazy and inefficient and all that kind of stuff but okay they are inefficient because they are so by the book yeah so in that sense i would agree yeah but then if that's the case right then it's not really that you know they don't care that they get blamed or they, they they feel like they can divert the blame to someone else I mean, if let's say they are really covering their own asses, right, then... It means they're concerned. Yeah, it means they're concerned, right? Which is so, why that, um, that part of the comment by this guy uh, really struck me. I was like, oh, really, man? Actually, I, I myself, am not, I only saw the headlines. Uh, so I, I haven't read the article yet. Or I haven't read the, the comments or whatever. The Reddit post? Yeah, the Reddit post. Yeah. So I can't really 
I don't know like what precisely is being said, but I just go by my own experience, which is that I think generally in big companies, right, when you're so big, and when you're sometimes you get hired in a big company, right, and you don't know what you're doing. Mm. Like this, I think this is a this is a thing that that happens quite a lot. Mm. Like sometimes they they sometimes. They, there, there's two there's two forms of hiring and there's a form of hiring where they fill in the void for someone that just left and there's a form of hiring right, where they f- where they are creating a new position and often right these two gets conflated like sometimes even the hr don't know like what's going on am i am i filling the shoes for someone who just left or is this person having some new responsibilities and i think without the without clear indication right of what precisely is going on i think people tend to get lost in this kind of like massive bureaucracy that is SMRT, right? I mean, you, I wouldn't, they, they probably have like thousands of employees, right? I, I, I hire two person and I'm just like, I'm so fucking crazy all the time already with just two person. Like, can you imagine like thousands of people? I mean, it's fucking insanity. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised where there's, there's going to be a bunch of people that's just going to be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to do, do things by the numbers, you know, and just cover backside hmm. and then just get, a, just collect a paycheck at the end of the day. You know, that's probably what they're thinking, or they're probably mm. not thinking like, oh, I'm just trying to talking. I just want to. Yeah, no, no. I just want to relay. You know, I just I just don't care. Like, fucking, who cares about the goddamn trains? I mean, these people sometimes they also put their life at risk. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, like, definitely. As we have seen, right, like the like the poor fellow who got, got run over. Yeah, run over by 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 a train, right? That's just so fucked. That, yeah, that's I mean, like really poor communication yeah. on the ground level. So I I wouldn't like you see like. Even when lives are at stake, like they cannot even communicate properly. I cannot imagine for something so mundane as to, hey, do what, what precisely is my responsibility in this job? In this job, sometimes I can't even explain it to the people that I hire. I don't. I don't know. Just how. do what you need to do, idiot. <laughs> so, I think the this is never going to be a problem that can be solved, You know, it's not. It's not something that we can we can put a bandaid on it or we can fix it permanently it's, it's always gonna happen i i agree uh though i i feel the culture can be changed in how, a certain how, way. how 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 the japanese people can do it so well though no but then they have a different type of culture yeah the work ethic is entirely yeah, different from ours i read this article recently that they apologize for leaving the station 15 seconds early yeah it, actually can we get to that stage? i mean i Everyone okay, I, I i would like to i would like to say <laughs> that hmm. All this kind of article, right, we should take it with a pinch of salt. You know, there was the remember there was the the manhole that appeared in the middle of the city, and then everybody was praising the Japanese right for being able to cover up the manhole within like twenty four hours. Yeah, and, it happened and, again. And then it happened again. <laughs> so it's not like the, the Japanese are like are like this superior being from the fucking planet Mars or Venus or whatever that they can do so, like everything that they do is just golden and magical and does it like hundred times better than us. It's not, but like the fact of the matter is that you know if you just look at the stats of how um, punctual they are with their trains and you know all the service that you get you know uh, I have been to Japan multiple times and I've taken their system multiple times and every time you know it's always such a fucking fabulous experience there was one time I overpaid for my ticket because I didn't know where the fuck I was going I went to the station master they even refunded me the money the person came out of the station that walked me to the um, platform that I was supposed to go to and I mean like uh, okay, so Japan also has the opposite problem of Singapore. So Singapore, the system was built for the population back in the 1980s. And then now we, we are almost at the point where we double our population since like 30 years ago. We need to export people to Japan. That will solve all our problems. <laughs> uh, Japan right, has the opposite problem where they're actually having less and less people. Yeah. The, Singapore's problem right, in, in the t- population and planning right, is they need to stop being so gassy and start thinking if you really want 7 million, 10 million people in Singapore, you got to start planning for 7 10 million people. You cannot simply just say, oh, we plan for however many we have now and kind of like a 20% increase in the next tw- 10 no, but years. The, but, the, I guess but no, the, the, the problem is that, remember when White Pepper came out? Mm. That was the, at that point in time, the year after the election cycle, right, the general election, that was the lowest approval rating, right, the PAP has ever 20, had. 2011, 2012. I think 2011. Yeah. There was the... The, they they received the least amount of popular vote yeah. ever. 60, 60 something percent. 66 percent. Yeah. 
Which is, I mean, it's still pretty good, but the problem is they are always aiming for 70, 80, yeah. right? Driver. Do you prefer yeah. to have a pilot or no pilot? No pilot. <laughs> what? Okay. But but they have no pilot. What, what is the pilot gonna do? Like the fucking train collides. What's the pilot gonna do? Well, didn't he step on the brakes? Like didn't what he fly the fucking brakes? He was slam his head to the <laughs> yeah. That's it. So you're telling me that he has no control. He has. He definitely has. A, he has. A, he has a button that says accelerate. Button okay, that says you, decelerate. Okay. And a and a brake. It yeah, has to happen. So. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. When when astronauts go to space, right? Do the astronauts pilot the spacecraft? They yeah, they don't. But to, some extent, uh, to some no, extent, no, they don't. It's all control center. So basically, they are just uh, the guinea pigs for us to see what happens when humans go to space. Are you right? serious? Are you serious? Yes, I didn't know that. Correct. The the pilots, right? They just strapped in. They have zero control. Everything, right, is done by control center. This one, right, is to reduce the possibility of disaster. Like it really brings it down to like almost zero. Because when you're in the fucking spacecraft and shit is about to happen, right? You can't think clearly. You're gonna fuck things up. Okay. Same thing, right? When you're in the fucking train, there's a, you're gonna come into contact with another train 50 meters ahead of you. You're not gonna do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? The right thing to do is to press the brake. Every a three-year-old child riding a bicycle knows how to press the brake. Correct. I mean, you say that now, But you've ever seen those fuckers, right? They're driving on the road. They miscue. They miscue. They accelerate. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Then they, then the other they swerve the langa even harder. It's like all those memes. You only had that one thing to do. Yeah. You like really when you John, I I don't believe that the driver does not have a brake. I I just they, they I just do, cannot they do, believe. They do, they do. I, I do. I I don't know whether they have a brake or not. What I'm saying is right. I rather control center right. Okay. Go and figure all this out when they have a bird's eye view of everything, and then they are able to make the best decision at that point in time. Anyway, the new trains they don't have a driver, pilot, or whatever, but they do have staff on hand all the time. Uh, if you get into the first train car on the northeast line, there's always a staff in there. Uh, there's always a uniform staff in there, and um, yeah, yeah. I, I know I, I see them like yeah. patrolling in and out, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they are not strictly dead pilots. They're not. They're not. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just, just there to make sure everything. Have is you guys okay. ever been in the cabin before and seen like the what's in, the blinking in, in, lights? Inside? Yeah, the shiny lights. No. Yeah, I have. Oh. I do they have the, Do they have nice. that? Do nice. they have that? Really have that lever that like yeah. goes up and down? I can't remember ah, but man, like, you suck Fuck off Hey yeah. but you know <laughs> So this is a very funny story So okay. how I got in there Was because I was taking the train uh-huh. And I was like Leaning against the conductor's door When they specifically told you not to Yeah when they specifically <laughs> told you not to <laughs> And then I was just like Leaning until them song right And then the door just gave way And I stumbled in there And the guy was like Shocked as fuck He probably thought I was a terrorist or something And I looked at him He looked at me Everyone in the train was like <gasps> And I was like, uh, oops, sorry. And then I closed the door, uh-huh. got out, and okay. then like faced the audience who was looking at me. And okay. I was like, oh, yeah, that was very embarrassing. <laughs> and I got off at the next stop. <laughs> you should be. That's the reason why you shouldn't lean on this door, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was testing only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted oh, to yeah. make sure this door is strong enough, you know, to withstand terrorists, but it's not. <laughs> Wow, Angie, what you're de- you're doing your civic duty, eh? As a know, moral right? and upstanding Singaporean totally citizen. Right. Holy so shit. I just want to tell S Marty, please reinforce your doors, ah. Can we can we uh give a conclusion, if any? Uh, I don't want to. Can I just say that S Marty? Oh, that's the end of the podcast. Yes, please go ahead okay. then once you SMRT is plagued by many, many problems, all the way from the bottom the bottom staff all the way to the top management, all the way to ex- exterior factors such as, you know, the LTA SMRT relationship as well as the technical uh, technical aging infrastructure. So I personally feel that if we shouldn't cut them any slack any regardless because it's their job to make yeah, sure that sure. Then yeah. then if you could punish yes. them. Yes. What would you do? Punish oh, them. sorry. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna take over your role and okay. ask for. Okay, okay. Magical okay, magical okay. Angie's magical moment. Okay, Angie's excellent, magical excellent. Moment. Go ahead, go ahead. So, you have to announce. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for uh, Angie's magical moment. All right. So, if all of you okay could punish one person and you could do anything you want to this person for fucking up the SMRT. Alright, uh, and you know, like anything at all. Okay. What would you do? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Punish Dan for being too fat. 
I'll what? cut you. I'll cut you, bitch. I'll cut you. <laughs> okay, so I'll lose weight. I promise I'll lose weight. Oh my god. It's all that 5 kg that you fucking. I'll Jerry as well, you fat fuck. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'll lose weight as well. Hey, you got a Betty or so, okay, John? <laughs> yeah, I'll punish myself. I shall whip myself at night. I think you'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> okay, your turn, sir. John uh, wants to punish the commuters. Excellent choice. No, not, not the commuters. Just you specifically. Just, just like. <laughs> just like you then you are the problem I want to punish the next person who brings beverage into the MRT train and drink it in the train what? this will not solve the problem it will not solve the problem but I just cannot stand it you know it's like okay as the MRT staff and their whatever their engineers and so on they, they have shouldn't cut them slack but you know they, they still have to solve the problem definitely of okay. course right okay. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the idiots who come in to the train to drink and eat and spread their food smell all over the place and, you know, like, like spill their drinks. I, I don't know. It just, just fucking pissed me off. So how would you punish them? Um, put honey on their dicks. Put them on an intel. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe put uh, honey on their toes and feet and just... Stuff them into a food fetish. No, 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 no. Because it's it's funnier. You can stand in it. It's funnier. It's funnier. Nobody's <laughs> laughing. You can stand in it. You know, whoever whoever can, can, they can stand, stand in. They can I, stand I, in the end. Actually, I think that Jerry's just a very nice, kind soul. He, he cannot go to the ter- terrifying depths that our dark minds can go to. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh-huh. Right, then you're and I married a, a hey, good, good man. No yes. cop-out answer. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punish Angie. Okay, okay. No cop-out this time around. I think that the buck should stop right at the top. Right, so I... Who's the top? Oh, Wan, of course. Minister Corbun oh, Wan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, my punishment for him is that he has to wear like a... He has to... He has to put a, a strap-on dildo right up his butt <laughs> and then conduct his daily affairs and life with the with the vibrating. And then this, this this dildo is really special. It's like it's like super slimy, but it's also super loud. So you're going like... <laughs> and then he'll be like... You, you must... Uh, uh, oh, Desmond! Desmond! Desmond, you, you where are the accounting figures? Uh, and then he'll, he'll, he'll like that on the phone and he'll communicate to everybody. And then everybody who meets him will know like... You know the fate. This fate will befall you if you. Can if you, you choose don't. another punishment in case we have cut this off? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like we're towing the line here. Okay, okay. You, you don't have okay, toes okay. because okay, Jerry in Singapore, no, we do not need to tow it because in Singapore, right? All right, it is my opinion as a citizen that a minister is not performing as he should be. It is my right. Did, wait, didn't he? Wasn't he the guy that says that? If you don't do things right, you could exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is not as bad as Harakiri because I don't want yeah. him to die because you know he's he's sure. I'm sure he's solving the problem to the best of his ability, but he still must be made an example of. Okay. He so up his butt. Making an example. What if he enjoys it? Yeah. What? Oh, I didn't consider that. This part is definitely getting cut. No, we are not cutting this off. It is my right as a citizen to. It is my right as a citizen to 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 express myself when the ministers that our leaders are not performing correctly. I am not insinuating that he's 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 corrupt or all these things, right? I am not <laughs> putting <laughs> allegations on his moral integrity. I am putting, uh, I I am talking yeah responsibility. yeah his his uh, his uh, responsibilities and the, the competency of his job, which I am allowed to express. True, it's true. fine, right? It's fine. I'm sure he's a moral and upright citizen, just like you and me. <laughs> Isn't dead. Woo-hoo. Yeah, but do up the butt, guys. All right. Cool. Okay. NG so Angie, I will, I will forever condemn the CEO of SMRT to ride only MRT and public transport forever. Mm. You can never take the Grab. You can never take a taxi. You can never ever fucking have private transport. You can't fucking drive your own car or have a chauffeur. You'll only be able to take public transport that you own from point A to point B and wow. that's it yeah I think that's, that's, a, that's a good one yeah that's a good one beautiful beautiful you stand by a product very good very good yeah. <laughs> well, so wise I know I know the devil is amongst us I know 
I shall kill you with my kindness, sir. Angie, how can you do this to us? But it's true though, you stand by a product, you use it. Yeah, I Hello? agree. I agree. You can't ask like fucking Steve Jobs to use like a fucking Windows computer, right? Yeah. Maybe you can, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. <laughs> okay, never mind, let's okay, not talk no about it. No worries, no worries. Okay, uh, anybody got anything else? Okay, if not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a special call out to any of our friends because I'm still very curious. Any of our listeners or friends out there who are actual technicians or people who work at SMRT or are engineers, who you, whether you are software engineers or whether you are people that are aware of how a train runs, please comment and please let us know where we are wrong or exactly, you know, what you think the problem is in regards to SMRT. Because we 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 are ignorant ourselves, we are lay people, and this is actually something we don't really know much about. So please. Please uh, uh, respond to us. Tell us what you think the problem is, right? And if, for the rest of you listeners, if you've got any gripes, any any frustrations that you want to vent, right? If you want to scold somebody, a minister, let's say on on, on the hardware zone or on uh, uh, fabrications about PAP, don't do it there. Do it here on our channel because we will listen to you and we will reply and we will give you 100% of our attention because we love you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll see you again on the next episode. Assuming we're not arrested for sedition. No la, dildo won la. Won la. Won la. Yeah, won la. Alright, good night everyone. Bye. Bye.